Blog Talk Radio. the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where every week I bring you a dynamic guest, which I'm always so excited about. And today I have a fabulous guest. Her name is Barbara Berg, and she's an MSW, LCSW, author, speaker, and psychotherapist. Barbara is known for her fun, engaging, and interactive style. She has presented over 530 workshops and keynote presentations, appeared on over 550 radio, television, and Internet shows. She is the author of Ring Shui and more about Move Your Rings, Change Your Life, How to Escape the No-Win Trap, and What to Do When Your Life is Driving You Crazy. She speaks a lot on the topic of Ring Shui, which, Ring Shui, which is we're going to talk a lot about today. Also on communication, stress managers. She specializes in communication skills, stress management, and relationships, both at home and on the job, and has worked clients in private practice and the workplace for over 30 years. At this important time and period in history, her four, main key, her four main keynote speeches and workshop titles are Hone In on the Important, One, From Stress to Yes, Two, Loving Yourself More, Three, Ring Shay, Move Your Rings, Change Your Life, Four, Steps in Getting Out of Your Comfort Zone, and Moving Into Making the Best Choice or Choices for You. As an expert in the art of Ring Shui, Loving Yourself, stress management, and getting out of your comfort zone. Barbara is a frequent speaker in California and Las Vegas and has been on radio and podcast shows all around the world. She is passionate about helping people from all walks of life who are seeking healing from past relationships and want more life, love, balance, and joy in their lives. In her all of her years of private practice as an LCSW, conducting trauma work, workshops, including over 1,000 critical incident stress debriefings like San Las Vegas and San Bernardino shootings among the few, she has come to see the true meaning of, of having community in life. So let's welcome Dr. Barbara Berg, who is an amazing person for you to know. Welcome, Barbara, to the show. Well, I'm so excited to be here, especially with you, Robbie. You have brought so much joy to my life and so much life to my joy, Robbie. I'm lucky to know you. Thinking about how Ring Shui helps move you closer to your dreams. So what is Ring Shui, and how did you come up with it? Ring Shui was absolutely a gift to me. I was working on another book after What to Do When Life is Driving You Crazy. And during that book, I started interviewing people on who got into messes and seemed to get through them with satisfaction and who was always in some sort of a a crazy situation and couldn't get out of it. And I started noticing where they wore their rings. 
in the meantime, I was wearing rings on both of my middle fingers. And I went to my Sikh chiropractor. He seemed to know about energy of the hands. I didn't even know the hands had energy. Where was I? I was definitely not connected to my own body. And he said, Barbara, remove those. They'll only bring you more conflict than you already have. And I thought nothing of it because I worked with this man a long time. So I did. And for a couple of years, I just said, okay, let's just observe what happens now. Life seemed to get more connected to people. I would sometimes wear rings on my index fingers and then the right ring finger next to the pinky. And as I did that, I started connecting the people I wanted to know longer. They were easier to work with. And then people I interviewed for my next book, I noticed what they were doing too. And through observation, I came out with the first Ring Shui, Move Your Rings, Change Your Life book. And it got endorsed actually by an amazing palm reader who's worked all over the world and a feng shui master who knows all about energy of the hands and fingers. But it's so complicated in the way they know it, I updated it for now. Well, so what is the overall energy of the right hand, and how does it affect whether you stay in your comfort zone if you move out of it into something more positive? Isn't it interesting we talk about the concept of dooby-dooby-doo, sometimes we're doing and sometimes we're being. Body does the same thing. The right side of your whole body is your doing side. The left side is the be side. When you're doing, you're actually putting out there. When you go to an important meeting and you shake hands with that right hand, you are extending your right hand out to the world of you're going to do your best and that's what you want from them. I, I would say refrain from extending your left hand or you won't be taken so seriously. So the right hand is all about how do you present yourself to the world? How do they see you and how do you get the energy back? Wow. So what do the fingers of the right hand represent and which fingers are best to wear rings on for you as you move closer to your dreams, which are definite no-nos? Well, actually, when I think about NAFI and all the energy we have of putting out new things and extending things we've been working on, your right index finger is the manifesting finger. When you really mean you want to get something done, wear a ring there. I've also found the more triangular it is or rectangular it is with straight edges, that means it's more powerful. You're putting it out there. The more round it is, it means you're receptive, which is good, but that's something for the left hand. So that's really the best finger. Interestingly, what I've noticed in the dynamic recently, especially over the past five years, a lot of people are wearing rings on their right ring finger. No, the right thumb, excuse me, the right thumb. And when you think about it, that's an unusual finger to be wearing a ring on. But it's a subconscious idea of I need more power, but you never quite get it. So you give and give and give in hopes that those people will give back to you. But frankly, they're just kind of glad to receive from you and you do all the giving. The right middle finger is the self-protective finger. That's going on out in the world, too. We're feeling we have to protect ourselves, but we often feel like we can't. 
that shows how much people have therapy dogs or support dogs that they actually take, and that's a difference, that they actually take on planes with them. People feel they need support that they don't already have. The problem with a ring on your right middle finger is if you wear it there too long, you'll meet people you'll have to protect yourself from. So that's only good for a quick trip down to Ensenada. That's it. The right ring finger really means you love yourself, you're a patient, and it's really the longest-term kind of place to wear a ring where you're stable and people can count on you. That pink finger, I always say the little pinky is a good one to wear now and then out to dinner, but every day it'll keep you scattered and away from everybody. Wow. Why is it so important to declutter in all areas of your life while your rings sway on your right end? Very good point, because there are some people who take to wearing a ring on every finger, and you go to their house, I'm going to guarantee you they're going to have a lot of clutter in the house. The more your life and your house and your home is decluttered, the more the energy of your fingers can shine and show what they are. I find when you're working on one part of your life, there's a saying, everything, everything, everything. You need to work on all avenues of your life. Like as I'm sitting here now, I'm looking at piles in my office, which I take away every day something, but I'll say to myself, Barb, it's time to get all of them out all of them cleared out, and I'll breathe easier, and my hands will reflect what I really mean more. Wow, that's interesting. What does the energy of the left hand overall represent, and why is your inner self-worth so important when considering this hand? Very interesting. The left hand is the high self-esteem where you sit and no people are going to come to you. Do you ever find yourself at a gathering or a party, and some people just sit there, and everyone walks to them, and they just can't wait to say hello. Other people, the only way they think that they're going to meet with people is that they get up and go to them. Your life needs to be a mixture of getting up to other people and having them come to you. The left hand is about sitting and just being your best self, and people want to flock to you. The left index finger is that, I always call it the queen bee finger, the finger where people just can't wait to spend time with you. It's a, it could feel popular, but it's more than that. They genuinely know you're interested in them too. And then if you get back to that, that the thumb, the left thumb means You'll get up, you'll cook, you'll clean, you'll take care of everything, much more than your share. You'll be exhausted, and you'll wonder why no one helps you. But at the same time, they can always count on you to be one of those people who stays late and comes early, and you wonder why no one gives you the credit. The left middle finger is also a very growing one. If you look out there, many people on TV shows also are wearing them. That means... I can never think that someone's going to help me. I'll actually pick up the tab for everyone else. I'll always pay for myself, and no one will take me out. And I've heard people offer someone who's wearing a ring on their left middle finger, hey, I'd like to take you out for once. And a person will actually say, no, I don't want to owe you anything. What The only thing you owe somebody is your presence. 
you owe them the chance, frankly, to give you something. But a lot of people think, uh-oh, where's the snake under the rock? What does this mean? What am I going to have to give you? And they don't receive anything. It's not a spiritual way to go in terms of your spirit. And the left ring finger. If you're just looking for someone to come love you and want to put a love ring there or an engagement ring there, leave it open. Because when you put a ring there on your own ring finger, it means, you know, I'm happy myself. I don't need anyone to come by, which is just fine. But if you're looking for someone to marry you or get to know you more personally, leave that open. And the left pinky finger is the darnest thing. That's kind of magical. You can wear it now and then. But if you wear it all the time, it means you just think of yourself. You're not thinking of other people. Wow. Why is it so important to update or do your vision board when considering wearing rings on your left hand? Boy, I'll tell you, I've learned that from you, Robbie, because I just got some magazines the other day, and I'm going to update my ring. What I have found is when my ring shui is updated as well as my vision board, I apologize for things coming in. I tried to turn it off. And what happens is when you've updated your vision board, your intentions of what you want to come to you are so much more clear. Is it a new house? Is it someone to live with you? Is it new equipment? Is it a new car? Is it new love in your heart? Is it some sort of a new idea you want to look into? The more that vision board is in front of you every day, the more the rings will ring true with what you really want to have. They go hand in hand. Wow, that's interesting. Recognizing when it is time to put energy out to the world and when it is time to bring it in. Very interesting. The more you get close to your own connection with yourself, it's good to sometimes just sit perfectly still and say, what project am I working on? And do I need to put it out there either to get help with it or to let more people know about it or to make it so that I discuss it more or get new ideas? When do I have to do something to make my project or my ideas get bigger. Also, when is the time when you've put so much energy into it, now it's time to sit back and savor. The left hand is about savoring. We don't use that word enough in our lives. And I find I've come to a time in my life while I like doing and, and bringing in all kinds of things, I like to just savor Things that I've done, there's a funny line, the older I get, the better I was. But the reality is sometimes it's fun to just look through the past parts of your life and say, you know, I've come through a lot, I've done a lot, I've enjoyed a lot, and I have a lot to offer other people. So sitting and just refreshing with yourself and others is a glorious thing to be. Uh, I'm sure you notice a lot of changing trends in ring-wearing behaviors and attitudes since your second book on Move About Ring came out in 2012. What are some of those? What's some things that you've seen and done? Very interesting. 
first of all, men are getting more into the action of wearing their rings. I just was at a wedding, in fact, this past weekend, and I noticed more ring-wearing behavior of men. And a very interesting thing happened. Uh, the queen bee finger, which I say is the receptive finger, and as in this world, the sexualities have come to where, you know, we're merging and all kinds of things have changed. But I always say whoever in a relationship is doing the giving, wear the ring on your right index finger. If they're doing the receiving, wear a ring on your left index finger. And a young man was uh, working with me and helping me get to my room. And I noticed he had a ring on his left index finger and his right pinky. And I said, how's your love life going? He said, well, I do date women, but they sometimes say I'm a little self-centered and I seem to want them to do more for me than I do for them. But really, I want to take care of them, but they're just not sure about all that and they end up breaking up with me. And at the same time, when you wear a pinky on your right finger, it means not only do I want to be in a relationship and have people do things for me, but I also want to get away at any time. That's a growing configuration where people want to be in relationships, but they also want to hit the road at any time. It's a time where people are not staying in relationships very long. Wow. Um, develop, how can someone develop their own ring shui intention collection and know when to move their rings to change their lives? You know, it's so fun to have like a big velvet box or something beautiful that you love to look at and have your different rings in there. And before you put one on, say each day, think, what's my intention of my ring today? Like when you put on your wardrobe of your outfits or your shoes or your bag or your dress, you think about it. What do I want to present myself as today? A ring is the same thing. And the more you don't wear the same thing every day, the more you're going to put different energy out there and it's going to work even better because you did it with intention. Intention is the most mindful thing you could do. Barbara, I know you've done a lot of workshops on Ring Shui. Can you share some stories of how people have come back to you and started following what you've been teaching and how it's made some changes in their lives? It's been so wonderful. You know what, Robbie? As much as I love doing the workshops, when we go over people getting the rings and talking later, that's where the deepest stuff comes. And someone said to me, and it's very, very true, that one day when they were a little girl, their mother was going to be dying. And she said, I want to leave this to you. It was so sad. She said, wear this ring on your right ring finger always. I will always protect you and no one will hurt you. And this young woman was actually 40 years old and she said I would get it sized to the point where I could still wear it at this age. I said, how's it going? And she said, oddly enough, no one asks me out much to date. And I said, well, what's happened? And she said, I don't know, but I wear the ring every day, and I think of my mother all the time. And I said, you know, your mother loves you so dearly still, possibly even more than anyone else could. No one can compete with that. So I said, sometimes put that precious ring away and allow for energy 
for people to come toward you. And you know what? She started dating. And now she wears her mother's ring on Christmas and on her mother's birthday. Wow, that's interesting. Tell us a little bit about the book. What what do you cover in the book? And then let them know how they can buy the book as well. Absolutely. And the book is available on Amazon and my website, and I'll get into that. And when you call me, we can have discussion after discussion. But I cover the nitty-gritty, astrologically actually, what each finger represents, even what to look for in men, what women look for in each other, some of the different kinds of gems that really do do some healing and releasing. And if you don't have the actual gem, the color closest to it can represent it just as well, I have found. Like a citrine ring, that's a goldish yellow color. That's very good to wear on your right index finger, but that also represents putting out there you want more money, and that's a golden look. That represents money. Blue topaz represents heart and amethyst. That represents healing. So there are many different colors that you could also have if the color is near it and is a copy. It does not have to be the real thing. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and tell us a little bit about, I know you like, though, um, how can they get in touch with you to buy the book and to book you to speak? You know what? The best way is I am, I'm a baby boomer, Robbie. I like that phone. Call me directly. Well, what, can you tell them your phone number? That's my number, 909-786-7201. And you can text me, too. I'm a talker and a listener. And if you dial that phone, that'll be good. And Babsburg at earthlink.net, B-A-B-S-B-E-R-G at earthlink.net is another way. But I love to hear your stories and how things go. I've heard so many changes of people getting closer to their spouses, closer to their friends, and letting go of situations with people that just don't work anymore, especially when you take off that right that right. Uh, some ring, you will be re- relieved. You will actually be relieved. Tell us, uh, why don't you share some more about you, Barbara? You've had a kind of an interesting life. I think it's, you know, it's, it's very interesting. And, and, you know, Robbie, and also, I think you know, some of the things we still Which, have about uh, seven but, minutes. Okay, there are things that I, I actually love to be with people when they're in the most intense time in their life and they want to be real. And I have to say, I am a marriage counselor. I always say we always teach what we have to learn. I've been married three times. Sometimes I'm catching on. I have so much to learn about just being patient and having that person be patient with you and just growing with them. And George has been very patient with with my adventures. In fact, he helps me out a lot with my debriefs. Sometimes I'll get called in the middle of the night if there's a shooting, an airplane crash, if there's a massive layoff, if there's something that happens at LAX, if there's something that happens at a company where it was a real, real 
kind of a, a situation where people weren't expecting it, and I have to get driven there and dropped off in the middle of the night to see how everyone's doing. And when people are in a situation like that, they don't have time to make it up or fake it. They are for real. And we really talk about what's really important in their life right then and in periods of time before. And the magic that happens is worth every minute. It's what the zone is for me when I'm most alive. Barbara, do you ever notice when you go to some of these things where you have to talk with people, do you ever look at their rings too? And, you know, like when you're talking to them and you're finding out things that Yes, I do, because if I go to some personnel and uh, I have to listen very hard for what they need, if I notice they're wearing middle finger rings, I give them a lot of space. They have the last word. They're not going to be too inclined to do things differently. They're going to have to hear it their way. And then when I sit back and they hear I listen to them, then they'll change their mind sometimes. Middle finger ring people usually run the show, and they have to do it their way, and I honor that. The right thumb people, they have to run the whole world, and I sit back and I regard them highly that that's what they're doing. And during a layoff, the left thumb person will tend to keep the job because they're willing to do the job of five people. They might be exhausted, but I know they will pour me coffee. They will know all the stories in the back the back room. They will take care of everyone. They might be exhausted, but they'll do the job of five people. Oh, yes, I watch the rings as soon as I get there. You know what would be, I think, is interesting. I think people who, to really learn about Ring Shui would really help them in their job because they have to interact with so many people and they would know the different ways that they would need to approach those people or deal with them. Do you think that's true? Oh, I totally agree. And, you know, Robbie, on occasion, but not often, I'd love to do it more and I'm putting it out there. Sometimes I'll be in an office, and I don't usually bring up the ring shui part, say, if I'm doing a debriefing, unless it's totally appropriate. And that's only once in a while to kind of change the subject or add to it. But I find when people are working together, and there's a lot of thumb rings and middle finger rings, they'll have more discord, my way or the highway, and they will not be all in coordination. If there's more index finger and right ring finger people together, there'll be more harmony. If only they knew. You know, they say that you're just like the five people you hang out with the most. Well, you're just like the where the, they wear their rings the most. If friends could only help other friends not wear rings on their thumbs and middle fingers, they'd actually get along much more easily. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I think that, I know since I've heard you talk about it, it's helped me to understand people so much more. I look, so, oh, I mean, this is how I have to deal with this one, you know. You know, it's funny, when people want to work with me or do speeches or sometimes assist, and if I notice they have that right ring finger 
boy, I have to sit back and kind of look at that because sometimes they want to get into too much of my business and too much going on to the point where I don't get to tell them what I need. They already tell me what I need without me getting a word in edgewise. So I'm very careful of that right thumb. Boy, is that a true one, especially if they've worn it for a long time. Could you just give us a brief overview a little bit? We have about a minute and 48 seconds of your other books and, again, how people can reach you. Yeah, my first one is still one of my favorite loves, What to Do in Life is Driving You Crazy. That is on days when you say to yourself, I just don't get it. The more I try, the worse it gets. That's dealing with the double bind, the no-win situation. And, again, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it at Barbara Berg, B-A-R-B-E-R-G dot com, ringshui dot com, R-I-N-G-S-H-U-I dot com. And you can always call me again, 909-786-7201. Really, when I'm in the middle of a fire or an airplane crash and I hear someone calling to get one of my books, I say, now this is a joyous call today. It's refreshing and something I look forward to hearing about. Well, we're down to less than 60 seconds, so I want to thank you so much for being my guest today. It was really interesting, and we were live, but once the show is over, it goes on, and it's put up, and it stays there forever. So if you miss hearing it live today, you can tune in whenever it's convenient for you. So thank you a lot, Barbara. I really always love to be in your presence, whether it's in person, on the phone, or... Everything and about you, Robbie, keeps my dreams and love alive. You are a right index and a left index lady. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you again. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Our next show, I do three shows on Thursdays, the first three Thursdays in the month, and then I do one show on Monday. So on the 24th is a Monday show, and I'll be interviewing Diana London. Uh, So be sure to tune in at 4 o'clock on that. And thank you for being here for us today. And Barbara Berg is always amazing. And if you need her to come and speak at your group, be sure to get a hold of her because she's funny and great.